You are a busy working mama and your season is full. I get it. You have a goal you'd like to work on for yourself, but you just don't really know if it's possible to go after that goal and still have balance in your life. You're asking the question, is balance even possible when you have a goal? Well, I can tell you firsthand that I've thought both ways. Balance isn't possible and you have to sacrifice everything to go after a goal. That was the old me. And now I know balance is completely possible and you can still be present in your life while working toward a goal. That's the new me. How do I know this? I know this because when we understand the season we are in and we understand how to break that goal down into manageable bites, this is doable. You can have both. Today, I have my good friend, Sarah, here with me to share more about how to have both balance and a goal. She has gone through the hot mess mom express, but she found a breakthrough realizing she was living the way she was based on beliefs that dictated her actions and that she didn't have to live that way any longer. All she had to do was change. And that's what she decided to do. Sarah Jimenez is a Jesus loving wife of seven years, boy mom of one, part-time corporate employee, Zumba instructor, podcaster, and business builder. She loves helping moms find balance in their busy lives where seasons change so quickly and it's easy to get lost in motherhood and wonder where to even start getting everything together. She uses tiny habits, intentional action planning, and prepping along with systems and routines not only to find balance in her own life, but to flourish as a wife, mom, and friend. So are you ready? Let's get into it. Hey mama, welcome to Goal Driven Moms. Do you want to find yourself again outside of motherhood and clarify your God-given goals? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to find simple systems to keep you on track? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel guilty, prioritizing your interests over others' needs? Hey, I'm Gabe, and I too was a busy working mom who lost herself to motherhood. I put my dreams on the shelf where they collected dust for years. I was pulled in a thousand directions with too many to-dos piling up and I desperately wanted to find a way to create a work-life balance and be present for my family. I wished I could enjoy interests of my own, but I kept telling myself I didn't have what it takes, others would judge me, and that me time was selfish. Until I found out a little secret. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. Yours do too. In this podcast, you will discover how to clarify your goals, how to plan with purpose, and how to ditch your distractions and simplify your home so you can turn your passions into purpose by pursuing your goals God's way. In order to realize finish line goals, we need to be willing to step into the fire of refinement so God can mold us into women ready to crush our goals His way. I've learned to use my interest in running to enhance my productivity and spiritual growth. I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Lace up those running shoes and step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey, Sarah, thanks for hopping on Goal Driven Moms with me. I'm so excited to have you here. Hey, Gabe, so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I was so excited when we talked about this topic about balance and goals, and I knew I had to have you come on because you are the balance guru. So super excited about it. But before we dive in, I'd love for you just to share a little bit about yourself and your family so we can get to know you better before we get into it. 
Okay, awesome. Well, um, kind of like in the intro, so I'm a wife of seven years to an amazing husband. Um, I am a boy mom of one right now. Little man's name is Roman. He is three. So if y'all have kids in that toddler range, you know I'm in the thick of it. But it is so fun, of course. Three is a fun age. Um, so I am actually a newer podcaster. Um, I started my podcast earlier this year, uh, January of 2022. And I am a Zumba instructor. Actually, that started kind of in January as well. I do work part-time at Costco and all my Costco shopping moms said, whoop, whoop. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, building the business, coaching, doing all the things. And yeah, I mean, that's kind of my background, the little synopsis of who I am. I love it. I love it. And Roman has such a sweet little voice. I love it. I miss that. My eight-year-old still kind of has a sweet voice, but they're all changing my 14-year-old's like getting a man voice. <laughs> so anyway, I am so excited because I know that you live a full life and you're like me. You take on a lot of things because you, you like to be productive. You like to have a lot on your plate. I think we have a hard time not having things on our plate, but you have learned to limit that and to say no to things. And I love that. And that's where the balance comes in. But I know you were once on the hot mom express. We talked about it in the intro. So I'd really love to start there. What was that like for you? And how did you maybe start with what it was like? And then we can kind of talk about where did you find that breakthrough? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I called myself the hot mom. Uh, what was it? The hot mess mom express. That was like just how I referred to myself. Um, so I actually was in a network marketing business and I had, you know, not that I think she meant to portray that onto me, but my upline would say that about herself. And obviously I admire her and what she was doing in the business. And so I kind of found myself like, oh, well that's, you know, that's who I am. Like, I'm just a hot mess mom. Like that's what this is how life is now. And so what I found, I want to say my son was about, it was just over a year. You know, I do believe that there's, there's a season, a period, especially after having, you know, your, I don't even think it means just your first, but definitely, you know, for me, new mom, like no idea what I'm doing. My goal is just to keep him alive. And that once I got through that first year, it was like, okay, well, okay. I'm just a hot mess. Like, sloppy bun all day, which listen, I'm, I'm okay with the sloppy buns. Like I'm not saying don't have those, which they're usually really cute. I like how people say sloppy and they're adorable, but you know, it was like, I was just living what I was believing about myself. And if you knew me before my son, I'm not saying kids don't change you, but if you knew me, like that's not who I am. You know, I am a goal crushing queen. Like I live by my planner. I like to have things structured and I don't mean like OCD, but like, I like to have a plan so that I can crush all the things in all areas and arenas. Like everything is a challenge for me and that's just who I am. And instead I was living in this identity of, well, I'm a mom now and hot mess. Like if you look it up in the dictionary, it's bad. It's like not a fun term. <laughs> So I was just living that because I believed that about myself. And I remember just being like, okay, well, I live in, you know, sweatpants or leggings all day. And who knows if I'm going to put on a bra today. Like it was just, it was not cute. It was not me. And I knew something was off. I just couldn't pinpoint it. It took me, it took me a little bit to figure that out. Um, and then eventually, like I heard myself say it and I was like, oh, like I keep declaring that I'm just this hot mess, but why, why am I declaring that about myself? And why can't I be 
a mom who is seeking out balance, who is getting her stuff together and working towards, you know, her goals and all the things like, why not? And so that's where the big adjust, the shift basically happened is in that like moment of hold on what's happening. This is not me. This is not okay. Mm -hmm. And before you talk about the shift, I mean, I think that sometimes we place it as a badge of honor. I mean, I did that with being busy. I would just keep adding to my plate because people were like, oh, you're super women. How do you do it all? And I felt, I felt like, oh, wow, that's really cool that people think that way. And it was like a badge of honor being a hot mess mom. If you weren't a hot mess mom, then you have a problem. Like yeah. moms who had it all together and had balance was like, really? Ew. You know, you'd almost judge <laughs> them, right? So yeah. it, I just think that's something that we need to think about is what are we saying about ourselves too? Like, don't call yourself a hot mess mom. I don't think you really want to be that. Um, ba- and balance is, and, I, and maybe it's because we were so afraid of the balance. Like, is it really possible? Is it something I can do? I feel like a mess all the time. So I'm just going to declare that I'm a mess all the time. So it's not a badge of honor to be a hot mess mom and you don't have to live that way. So I just wanted to point that out. But then, um, so you had this shift. What happened? Well, I remember it just starting with like just my thoughts and kind of hearing myself. And I just remember, I don't know if there was like a specific moment. I think it kind of built up on itself. It was like little moments that built up. And at one point I remember like, I actually ended up hiring a life coach because I told my husband, I was like, honey, I need something. Something's off. And the crazy part is like, when I say I was a hot mess, like I was crushing it in my business. I mean, I was making great money. Like, it's not like I was something I was lacking in the sense of just things. It's not like I wasn't doing great in certain areas of my life, but something was just off. I just didn't feel right. I was like, something's just, you know, just off. I don't know what it is. And so I remember the first thing I did was I did hire a life coach. Um, and that was for me, because I'm such a verbal person who needs to kind of get my thoughts and get everything sorted out, like verbally out loud. Um, and my husband is just not that person. <laughs> He's definitely not my go-to for like, Hey, I need to like vent all this out for me. Can you help me sort it out? He's just like, well, just let's get it together. Right. Oh, my <laughs> Love him for that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally fine. Just different kind of people. Right. So I kind of needed, I knew I needed somebody or something to help me sort out my thoughts and sort out those things. And so one, I did hire a coach, but before that, I basically decided like, I don't need to be a hot mess. I, this is not who I am. Why am I, like I said, why am I declaring it? Why am I accepting it? And what can I do to start changing it? And so that was like, something that's kind of where it started, which is like my mindset. And then, you know, I took some action hiring a coach and deciding like, okay, how am I going to put things into place so that I'm not feeling one, like a hot mess. And then also not accepting that that is going to be my new life just because I became a mother, you know, motherhood is a beautiful journey that is full of ups and downs. And it is very, it is the most challenging thing I think I have ever done in my life. Um, but it doesn't mean that now you just like try to, what is the phrase? Um, survive. Like, right. That's not the mindset and that's not the way I want to live my life. Right. Like I didn't have children, a child so that I can be like, Oh, well, I'm just in survival mode. Like, no, like I want to thrive. I want to show him that I can do all the things that I want to do and that God put me on this earth to do and show him that, you know what, like, mama can do this too, and still make time for you, still be there for the family, still have a balance that, you know, that we all seek. 
Mm, so good. And what I hear in that too is that really one of the things that I stand on is we're examples, right? We're our kids' best example. And what do I want them to see? I don't want them to see that when you grow up, you have to be a hot mess mom. I want them, well, I guess my boys will not be hot mess moms, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> boy mom, but either way, um, I want them to see that they can thrive, that they can have balance, but they can work hard toward a goal. They can have find success and in whatever God's plan is for them. But we have to start with that mindset. We have to start with declaring who we are really in Christ. And Christ doesn't say we're a hot mess mom. That's not who he created us to be. Um, And I think that's where that desire of balance and growth comes from. It's like, we know something's off. You knew something was off and you wanted to do something about it. And you desired that balance and you desired to grow. And I want to talk about that a little bit. Is, is that possible for us as moms to have both that um, balance and growth or and going after that goal? How do we how do we start with that? So I truly believe and I think that, you know, I think everybody has a different take on like, first of all, it depends on what does balance mean to you? You know what I mean? And I know, I know you and I have had this conversation and I think that sometimes, you know, we look at balance and we imagine like, you know, two things on a, what is that thing called? The pendulum balance thing. And we imagine them as being equal, but the thing with motherhood (laughs) is one, one, the season change, the seasons change so quickly. And so you have to put certain things, you have to prioritize things in your life. And then you also, and find order in prioritizing, right? And then also, you know, they, when the seasons change, you have to be able to, you know, adjust to that and know that, okay, like we're stepping into a season of, you know, whatever it may be. Like I just came out of um, a season actually of rest, which was one of the hardest things for me that I, I, I have done in a couple of years. Um, and I had to sit back and really be still about recognizing that, you know what, I need this season and that God's placing me in this season for a reason. And, oh, look, see, that's good. It rhymes. Um, <laughs> but it was, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, not everything is equal in my life when I'm seeking out balance, but I am growing in all different areas of my life. And I just have to prioritize now, like, okay, what's at the forefront because of whatever is going on dynamically within our family, within my life and within, you know, work and all the things, right. Just kind of piecing it out and saying like, okay, let's map this out. Let's come up with a game plan of like, what do we need to prioritize? What's more important right now? You know, a big thing, I'll give you an example. So a big thing for me was, you know, my faith, I've, I grew up in, uh, in church basically. Like I've always been, you know, a church goer, like kind of off and on throughout my life. Um, and since I've been married, me and my husband go to church, like you know, twice a week, like when, when, when we had the Wednesday night services, we would go Wednesdays, Sundays, like we're always in it, but I didn't have a personal prayer life. And so that was something I had to learn to prioritize in my own walk was, you know what I need to, doesn't matter that I have a child now, like I need to make time for this. And I actually realized that after I had my son, how to, I learned how to have quiet time with God. And I learned how to do things like journaling. And, you know, I write it out like a diary to Jesus. Like that's literally how I write it out. Um, and I remember like training my son that if let's say he woke up because usually he would wake up if I woke up early, like it didn't matter what time, 
he would wake up. He just smelled me. I swear it's a superpower. And I remember being like, well, you know what? Just because I have, my son is awake now, it doesn't mean that I'm going to stop what I'm doing. He's going to learn to respect that boundary. And if he wants to be here and hang out with me while I'm doing quiet time, he has to learn how to behave. And so it's like little things like that, that I, before in my hot mess mom identity, I was like, I can never do that. It's never going to happen because I'm a hot mess. And who has time to wake up early and have quiet time? Like, we don't do that. Hot mess moms don't do that, you know, but I needed to prioritize and I needed to set certain things in place and decide like these things need to change. And I'm, and I'm in a, you know, I'm a good place in my faith, but I need to grow in that area. And it's important for all other areas in my personal opinion. So it was one of those things where it was like, okay, let's prioritize, set some goals based around that and go after them and be, be flexible though, be flexible and fluid with those. I don't want to say, you know, make a goal and just be like, eh, it didn't work out. No, but I mean, be flexible with the season that you're in and the circumstances surrounding what's going on in your life dynamically and all those things. So. Mm, so much there. And I love the flexibility because the, the old proverb that says, um, blessed are the flexible for they'll never be bent out of shape. <laughs> it's true. Like you yeah. have to plan. It's important when we, and we're going to talk about some goal setting here in a minute, but the goals, the plan is important, but we can't follow it rigidly either because of life. And yeah. so knowing that we need to pivot, we need to shift, we need to be ready for a detour and things like that. But it doesn't mean we stop. It doesn't mean, oh, let's go back on the sidelines. It means we figure it out and we keep moving forward. Maybe we slow down because that's what our season is, right? And I feel like I'm in that season of kind of slowing down at least my business. And I'm like, I'm okay to grow slow because I know that's the season I'm in because I have yeah. other ba balanced priorities, right? That I need to focus on. And like the story you shared, I was even just thinking, um, what is balance? Because like you said, it's not equal all the time. And I realized that the first quarter of the year is a really hard quarter for me because it, I mean, we're, I'm a homeschooling mama and um, you know, I, I think February is the hardest month for homeschoolers. You just want to be done. And it's like icky outside a lot of the time and all that stuff. Um, and that's when I will either kind of start feeling like blue or whatever. Good thing that Colorado has sun all the time. So I get my vitamin D all the time, but it's also the thick of meat season for my boys. Cause they're, I have my two oldest are competitive gymnasts and my youngest was a wrestler and that's meat season for him too. So we're just on the go. We're traveling to different States a lot. And I realized because I tried to do everything in that quarter, I was in a mastermind. I was growing my business. I was working. I worked, you know, quite a bit just for other clients. I was publishing, working on publishing my book, all these things all at once. And I realized I didn't have balance. And so granted, I couldn't really do much about that at that point, but now looking at it, I go, that's a season. So next quarter, next January, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm going to have to set those boundaries so I can create that balance again and be able to be present where I want to be. I always feel like I want to be present right where I am, whether that's with my kids or when I'm working, because that's the way I'm the most productive. If I can be present when I'm working, I can get it done and get it done well. When I'm present with my kids, then I feel like we have that quality time. But Absolutely. when that's off, I feel like that's when it shifts and there's no balance. And um, the weight is like way up on one and, and way down on the other. And, um, and so that's, but, but we have to have both, like 
that balance and then also thinking, where do I need to grow? And in this season, in that first quarter, I realized I need to grow in being able to prioritize and saying no in that time. And that didn't mean that. And I knew I was going to be busy for some reasons. And I took on some things because I, I needed it for the growth. But I also now go, okay, I'm going to step back in other seasons and know yeah. I have a busy season, but you need a rest season too. So summer yeah. is going to be a rest season for me. I've learned. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> rest season's nice. Like, let me tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. And I feel like that's also where God can really speak to us and really help us see what path we're supposed to be on or direct or shift us or make us flexible, right? Because um, if we're not taking that rest and we're not taking that reflection time, like for you, the journaling, and I know I like to journal my prayers. That's kind of how I pray as well, is I like to just write, I write my notes to Jesus or to God, you know, and, and that just helps me flow better. I'm better at that than sitting there quietly, like just praying silent. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's always the way it's been. So, but I think God can really use those times of rest or desert seasons or um, whatnot, or even when you burn out, like I've burnt out. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I'm going to make you stop. Yeah. And you need to, you need to chill. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's good. It's, it's, it is over the rest season. Like, you know, I've kind of came out of that like not too long ago and I, it was, there was a lot of shifting. There was a lot of changes that happened in my heart. He moved on my heart in so many different ways. We did, you know, we did experience a loss in the family too. And I think like he knew, he knew that was coming. He knew that if I was not in a place where I was more present with my family, that, you know, I needed to be there. It was my um, husband's father and it happened very quickly. And my husband needed me to be there, to be emotionally and mentally there strong and also just there for the family for the things that were you know without going into it there was just a lot of different things that happened um you know and and it was hard it was really hard and if I wasn't in a season of rest to be quite honest like if I didn't recognize that and if I just kept going at the pace that I was going earlier in the year I do not know if I would have been able to make it through that season like as a sane person like I think I would have lost my mind because it was just a lot so I definitely, yeah, if you're being called to a season of rest, listen up, just be okay with going into a season of rest. And it's just so good for you. Like it just does so much to your heart and just to your mind. And then, like you said, you might pivot, you might shift. And I mean, hey, that's where I found podcasting too. (laughs) And here we are. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's so good. So, well, and now we start creating that balance and let's shift into talking about those goals. Um, I know you have some ideas about goal setting, like how can we set goals along with creating that balance? Like maybe I know for me in the intro, I was talking about how I used to think you have to go all in and sacrifice everything. Only think about that goal and do, 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 and be, you know, fast paced all the time. And if you're not doing that, then you're not committed and you're not going to reach it. I kind of shifted that mindset now. Um, but what can we do as we set goals? What are some things we should think about? Well, so one of my things that I love talking about on the show, and it worked so well with me, um, is when I set goals, you know, I, I'm just a big audacious goal setter. Like it's just in me. That's just how I'm wired. I want to do, like you said, if I'm going in, it's like all the way, but it's also sometimes not the most attainable thing as far as 
goal setting wise, like it's not as realistic as I think it is in my mind. So what I found was, and I'll give you an example, um, as I was stepping out of that hot mess mom season, right? One thing that I recognized within my life, within, I, I consider this like family dynamic, right? Was my household. Okay. So I was like, well, there's always going to be baskets of laundry because I'm a hot mess mom, right? That's normal. Um, my kitchen, it's always a mess, always things everywhere. Like the living room, toys everywhere all the time. I mean, you know, not that that's necessarily my fault, but I'm also not training my child to clean it up, you know? So it was like, but again, oh, I'm a hot mess mom. This is how motherhood is. This is how we live. Well, I remember starting off by setting very tiny goals and creating little habits um, or working towards creating habits. My actual first thing that I started doing, honestly, and I remember talking about this at work to my boss and her and I both kind of started this at the same time. And we joke to this day about like, that's how it all started. Like, this is how we started um, was making the bed. Okay. I know this is something that people know. I know this is something that I know. I know this is something that's talked about in books, like military, all the things. But, you know, when you decide to do it and then you, you do that and that's your only goal. That was my only goal for weeks. I didn't care if nothing else got done. I was like, my goal is to make the bed. I will make the bed every single day. And once I had that win of, I accomplished my goal, you know, I celebrated. I was like, wow, look at me, like, look at me go. And I was excited. So that built that momentum to say, okay, well, I can do this. I can create a goal. You know, I'm not a hot mess mom anymore. Like, I don't need to be that. I don't need to have a messy bed all the time. And I like, for me, it's like aesthetically pleasing to walk into my room to a made bed. For me, I don't know if that's, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, but when I walk into my room and the bed's not made, I'm just like, ugh. But if I walk into my room, the bed's made, the floor is not cluttered with stuff. I just feel good. And, you know, it's like getting ready, right? When you get ready, you just, you get this extra pump of like, I don't know, a boost of like, yes, like I'm awesome. And I remember that being the first one. And then it kind of just snowballed into all these tiny, like little goals throughout my days. And then I kind of broke them down. I would go, I would look at the month and I would plan out like, what did I want to accomplish in the month? Whether that's, you know, for personal goals or maybe that's for business goals or whatever it may be. And then I would break it down by the week. And then I would look at my day every day. And that's, I would break everything down because, you know, like I said, for moms, one, you know, things happen and sometimes it's very, very unpredictable. And then, you know, you got to consider the season that you're in and you got to consider, like I said, the dynamics There's so many different things that are happening and that go, everybody has a different situation. And so I think that breaking those goals down so that they're bite-sized so that you can feel that excitement of, oh my gosh, like I crushed this. Awesome. Let's add something else now that I'm comfortable doing that. I've made my bed every day since, every single day. I've not missed a day. Now, if I do, it's okay. I give myself grace, but you get where I'm going with that. It started with making the bed. It started with these tiny habits. I got myself a habit tracker. I got colorful sticky notes. I got pretty pens. Like I do all the things to make it visually and aesthetically like fun and pleasing for me. And that's what works for me. And everybody's a little different, but I made it fun for myself. I celebrated. And as I created these goals, I made sure that they were easy enough for me to accomplish, you know, daily or weekly, depending on what it was, so that I also wasn't disappointed when I, you know, for like how I did it before, where I'd make this huge goal 
And I'm like, okay, well, maybe doing 10 loads of laundry in three hours is not the smartest thing to set. Like it's probably not realistic. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you have to adjust pivot, you know, and figure out like, okay, what's going to work? What's not, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a trial and error too. And I think, like I said, that being flexible thing, but starting off really small is very important. And that's worked wonders for me. And my husband has even said it. He's like, what, what happened to my wife? Like, who's this OCD person? And I mean, like my, my house is not like IG ready all the time, but you know, I was literally like, no, no, no. The counters have to be wiped off tonight before I go to bed. No, 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 no. The bed's got to be made like, you know, and it was made him happy too. So that not only made me happy, but it also helped, you know, again, I, I consider that falling under family because we all live under this house. Right. And it's just so much better when it's not chaotic all the time. So yeah, I think start small. That's like my biggest, my first thing with people is break it down, make it easy and celebrate a little bit more than you do probably now. Cause we're so hard on ourselves naturally. So, you know. Yeah, totally. We are always, we're our worst critic yes. in everything. And we mm-hmm. give so much grace to everyone else and we do not extend it to ourselves. Most of the time we're like, Oh, look at what I didn't get done. Or no, no, no. You know, you look at the things that are going wrong instead of looking at, wow, I made my bed today. I am so proud of myself. Oh, look, yeah. the kitchen counter is wiped and it feels peaceful in my house. I mean, that is a huge win. I always feel like when um, things are just tidied, I don't need it deep cleaned. I don't need anything. But if my living room is picked up and I can sit on my couch for my quiet time in the mornings and know there's no mess, it is so peaceful. Oh yeah. And it's like the mess is, it makes it chaos. But I love the tiny habits, like really starting with something small, something you know you can do, something you know you can stick to, and then creating that routine because it, it essentially becomes a system or a routine. And it's just natural then at some point you just do it. And it almost feels off if you don't. Yeah. Um, and I would love to hear as you were creating these tiny habits and just, you know, starting with making your bed and then wiping the table at night and the little things that you did. Um, now, does it just, does it feel natural? Is it something once you've created those little things, was it easier to go after something a little bigger? Um, what, 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 what did it feel like for you? Well, so there's some things that I've become just habit. Like I do it and, you know, I've talked about this in one of my episodes. Like I think immediately when we think habit, we're like, okay, well, habit means you do it without thinking, right? Like we, I mean, I don't have the definition in front of me, but making my bed, yes, that has become a habit. I do it without having to be as intentional about it. And I don't write it down on my habit tracker anymore, but I will say for whatever reason, I have to write down taking my vitamins because I've been doing that for a long time. But for whatever reason, that's not one of those things that is on the forefront of my mind. I can't seem to make a habit out of that. So what I've learned to do is using my habit tracker, which I got mine off Amazon. I just, I went through a couple before I found one that I really loved, but every week, um, either Sunday night or Monday morning, I actually write the things down goal-wise that I want to do that week. Um, I'll give you some examples. So uh, morning time. So actually waking up, I have to be very intentional about that because I do work late, which means sometimes I just want to sleep. And so I do try to track that to make sure that I am putting in that effort, you know, and checking it off. There's like some type of weird satisfaction with checking something off on a piece of paper um, and crossing it off and being like, boom, done. Um, And then also it is kind of like an accountability thing for me because 
it's sitting there right in front of me. I've written it down. I know those are my goals. I can't forget them because I've written them down now. And so there's that accountability piece. Um, but I will say, let's see, there's vitamins I have on there right now. Um, vacuum slash mop. Typically I mop once a week. I vacuum three times a week. I was doing that four times a week at one point. And I was able to like, I would, after a while, I was like, you know, this is a little much like I can do it. I could do three and we're good, you know? So I did make some adjustments to that. And then I try to have set days for that. Um, and it does become more natural, but I do talk about how there is a difference between having a habit and also intentional planned action. So, mm. you know, it's one thing to not think about something and do it. But it's another thing to say and set those goals, which is why goal setting is so important because now you're setting, you're being intentional about what do I want to accomplish? You know, and I'd like to use chores because that's a really easy one to just go off of. Um, but you can use this in all different areas of your life. But it's like, okay, what do I want to accomplish this week? How do I want to go about doing that? And, you know, how am I going to keep myself accountable? Am I giving myself reminders? Am I prepping myself for that, for all of those things? And, it's one of those things where, you know, some things will become habits and some things have become habits for me personally, but I will say I'm a little bit of a squirrely brain here. And there are a lot of things I still write down, but I'm cool with it. Like if it gets done and I just got to do a bunch of check marks on my habit tracker, like I'm good with that. If it's working, why not? I just have to be very intentional about it. Intentional planned action. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that it's just my way of being able to get myself organized for the week. And if that's what works, Hey, I'm going to keep writing it down on my habit tracker. And if it eventually becomes a habit, great. If not, that's okay. We'll keep writing it down. So I'm really like flexible when it comes to that. Cause again, like sometimes our brain is just, you know, the baby suck them away sometimes. <laughs> oh, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, eh, I'm just going to give myself lots of reminders. Okay guys. And I'm good with that. So mm-hmm. Yeah. And I need to have reminders too. I have a online task management system I use for that reason, because it can set to recurring and I don't have to think about it. It takes everything out of my brain because if it's in my brain, I'm not going to sleep. And I think about it and I dwell on it and I have to write it. If it's, if I I have to write it down, get it out of my head, but if it's not written down, I know I'm going to forget. And so I've learned that my habit is I need to make sure I intentionally put it in my planner in that way too. And that's a habit. So like your habit tracker, like writing it down is your habit. And mm-hmm. I love that we need we need to see what works best for us. Is it yeah. having a tracker? Is it having a to-do list? Is it having an online task management system? What yeah. is it that's going to work for you in the season you're in? And so, and then you can work with that. And what something is a habit. Um, and it's a habit not to do those things. Yeah, right. So it kind of, you know, whatever, if you want the balance, you need to find the system that's going to work with that. And yeah. it's so great. Now, I'd love to move kind of into mindsets. Um, when it comes to creating room for both balance and goals, are there any other mindset shifts you need to make? I know in the beginning, we talked about how do we get out of that hot man express? And it's almost like you had to shift that mindset and be like willing to change and not say I'm a hot mom express. But are there any other mindsets we need to tackle? 
Um, I mean, everybody's a little different. I think there's always mindsets to tackle. I think that that's just an ongoing, you know, if if you're just somebody who is constantly seeking growth, like I think you and I both are just, that's just part of who we are, right? We are always wanting to be better, seek growth in all areas. Um, I do remember that when I first started like coming out of that, I do remember I did do a lot of like motivational books. Um, I did do audibles and I would do mine in very small pieces. So like on my drive to work, which is only like 15 minutes, um, I would do it on the way to work and on the way back. So I would maybe, maybe do 30 minutes a day, maybe if I wasn't on the phone and you know, that's not exactly a lot, but I was getting that constant, like, okay, like working through certain things, you know, mindset wise. And also at the time, again, you know, I was doing a lot of stuff in my business. So some of them were a little business related and some of it was just personal life related. Um, you know, with the life coach, she really helped me kind of break down some stuff that I didn't necessarily see. And even though I said it, you know, she kind of was like, Oh, Hey, 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 look at this. Like, let's take a look at this. So that was really helpful in my personal case too. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think it's one of those things where we're constantly working on mindset and it's just a matter of like, you have to, you really have to just decide that, okay, you know, are you not where you want to be right now? And if you're not, something's got to change and you have to be okay with being uncomfortable because if you're not uncomfortable, it is very unlikely that you're going to see the change and impact that you're looking for. And, you know, I did a whole episode on that too, um, which was a really fun one because it's like, you know, it's like getting getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And there was a season where it's like, I had to just adjust so many different things and, you know, you see what works, you see what doesn't, but it's also a matter of like saying, you know what, it's okay. This didn't work. We adjust, we go at it again. And I knew that I am going to be a mom that shows up as a good mother. I'm going to show up as a great wife. My hut, mind you, real quick background story. Um, my husband's been in school for almost my son's whole life, getting his MBA. And it's a lot. And he works full time. I work five nights a week outside of the house. I was running a network marketing business. I was in women's networking groups. I was doing all the things like, you know, keeping this human alive. We did a baby swap. Like, trying to balance out life was really tough. And we have been through our challenges and, you know, yours might look a little different. You know, if you're listening, your situation might be, it's unique to you, but it's a matter of like, I knew, okay, there are some things that I need to make changes because I want to see, you know, this area of my life flourish and grow and be better. And so a big part of it is just being okay with being a little uncomfortable in those adjustments and in that season of like, all right, we're going to change some things. And then, like I said, being flexible with knowing that, okay, it may not be perfect. Make a little tweak, try something else. And eventually you'll figure it out, but you just have to be willing to keep on pressing forward in that and not getting comfortable. Cause usually when you're comfortable, then again, things are, you know, you kind of get complacent and before you know it, it's, it's nothing just falls apart. Like right away. It's all, it's a series of small things and it's a series of small events. And the same thing goes for growth. You know, it goes both ways. So I think it's just one of those things where it's like being ready to change, being okay with being uncomfortable. You know, you're going to come into a lot of mindset struggles and challenges. I still do, you know, but I also know that like, all right, 
let's, let's work on this. Like what, what's going on? Why am I struggling with this? Like, what can I do? Do, you know, can I get a book or can I get some mentoring or can I, you know, what do I need to do to get past this? And then from there, the doing part, it gets a lot easier once you get the mindset stuff, right? It really is. Yeah. So true. Getting comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> Cause I think in every area of our life, in all the seasons, it's not comfortable. And you, like yeah. you said, if you are comfortable, then there could be something going on. Like uh, when you're following your calling, when you're following the passions you have on your heart that God gave you, the only way that you're going to accomplish them is by stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Right? And lots so, of stretch. Yeah. Lots of stretching, lots of stretching, lots of trusting, and lots of changing because we have to be willing to change. And it's the whole, we have to step into that fire. We have to let God refine us. And that's not comfortable. It's not comfortable being in the fire. But when we come out and we see, we look, we look back, I always think about like the mountain analogy. Um, like you get to the top and you look back and it's the journey that actually mattered. And you see that you're like a whole different person just because you were willing to change. You were willing to grow. And it's the slow fade. Like you said, it was 15 minutes, 30 minutes a day of just listening to a growth book, something that's going to grow your mindset, something that's going to help your marriage, something that's going to help your parenting, whatever it is. And um, I remember when I was in network marketing, they used to call your car the rolling university. So it was like, you can get a good education if you put on a CD. And so it's true though. And like it do it in those little pockets of time, right? You will learn so much more than getting a college degree just by listening for 15, 30 minutes a day to a personal development or a spiritual growth book or whatever it is. And we all have time like that. I mean, at least in my season, I'm in a season of being a glorified Uber driver. So I'm in the car all the time. I mean, I got like three hours a day. Come oh on. my God. Oh my God. Going like no, nobody's business. Right. So. Right. <laughs> but sometimes I like it quiet too. But oh yeah. Are. Yeah. The moms that drive. Oh my God. There are so many times I literally drive just in silence and I'm okay with that. I'm like, Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> but like I was waiting at the doctor's office the other day and they're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. We'll be right with you. I'm like, I'm good. You take your time. I'm here by myself and I'm just sitting here. I'm not on my phone. I'm not doing anything. I'm just in quiet. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's so good. I'm like, look at the trees. They're just so beautiful. <laughs> totally. So I love it. Well, as we wrap up, I have a couple of final questions for you. I'd love just to hear what's the biggest lesson that you learned through your journey of finding a balanced mom life. What do you think the biggest takeaway was that you had? Oh man. That's a hard one because I feel like there's so many like little things that just kind of compile. But um, I would say probably my biggest thing is, you know, your belief is going to dictate your action. And that is in every arena of your life, right? What, whether it is what you believe about who you are, whether it's believe, belief about what you can or can't do, um, that is going to, you're going to, you know, once your mind accepts like, you know, like in my case, the hot mess mom, like I lived that out through my actions now, because that is what I believed about myself. And once I decided to take that thought, thought captive and say, you know what, this is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. And why am I accepting this? Now I've broken past that, like, okay, 
all right, well, let's let's start moving forward then and let's start taking small action. So that's probably my biggest thing is, you know, you, whatever it is you believe, it's truly going to, whether you know it or not, it is going to dictate how you act and the things that you can or can't do because it starts in your mind and it starts just, you know, in your thoughts. And from there, I mean, and any, any motivational book you read, it's like, they talk a lot about, you know, your mindset and where your thoughts are. And it's just a big part of it. So yeah, definitely belief and, you know, what you're thinking about yourself and in all arenas. Yeah. So good. We could have a whole podcast episode about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. So, Seriously. Um, so if you could give my listeners one piece of advice about creating balance as they work toward a goal, like something they could start tomorrow, what would that be? So I would say there's two things. I would say, number one, write it down, like write out your goals. Um, now you can do this on your phone. If that is easier for you, I personally like to physically get out my fun pens. I'm a colorful person. I live in color. Like, that's just like, I'm one of those people that's like, you know, I could have a shelf full of colorful binders and none of them are labeled. And they're like the colors of the rainbow, but I can tell you exactly what's in each one of them. You know what I mean? Like that's just, that works for my brain. Now, maybe you are a black and white person. You need labels. They need to go a certain way. Like whatever it is that works for you. For me, it's colorful sticky notes and they have to have lines, by the way. Like, I don't know about y'all, but if they're not written, I get so mad if I'm writing on a stupid sticky note and I got to start over because I started writing funk, like it started going down. It just, again, silly pet peeves, but it works for me to get line sticky notes that are colorful and bright. That's where I write my daily to do's and my goals. And then having a habit tracker and using my fun pens that I just spend way too much money on, you know, really it's, it starts with little things that are going to bring you that little bit of joy. And then as you accomplish those things, celebrate, whether that's checking it off, um, you know, it's funny. There's like, there's actually a book out there called the high five habit or something like that. And like in that book, they actually talk about like high-fiving yourself in the mirror. Not, it, we're not talking the exact same thing as far as what we're talking here with habits and stuff. But I mean, it's just a very interesting concept and very similar. It's a way of celebrating and a way of saying like, Hey, like I'm awesome. You know what I mean? And doing that with your habits and your goals, I'm telling you, it'll like, I don't know. It gives you this weird boost of just like excitement. And then you're just going to want to naturally take on more. It just, it becomes a snowball. It's so weird, but it's great. So do it, just do it. So good. I love it. I love it. That's a great way for us to wrap up, Sarah. This has been so good. Uh, before I let you go, I'd love for you just to share a little bit about your podcast, The Beautiful Shift, and then where my listeners can find you. Awesome. So my podcast is called The Beautiful Shift, all spelled out. Um, pretty much, you can find me, I think, on all platforms, I'm, or at least all the major platforms, I would say. Um, and then you can find me, I do hang out on IG, so Instagram. So if you want to find me there, it's Balanced Life with Love, all spelled out. So Balanced Life with Love. Um, and yeah, I mean, my podcast, I talk all about, you know, we talk about goals, we talk about habits, we talk about just seeking out and finding, like really determining, okay, where do I even start? What does balance look like for me? Because again, everybody's a little different, you know what I mean? And it's not one size fits all. It's one of those things. There's basic foundational things that we need to, you know, take away from it. And then we go out and we 
execute accordingly. Um, and like I said, there's little things that I talk about as far as tricks and tips that I like to use that have worked very, very well for me in my life. And honestly, like, I want to say I'm probably at the most, you know, with a three-year-old. Okay. So again, if you <laughs> toddler life, oh my gosh. Um, it's a lot of fun, but it's very challenging, but I am probably at the most, I would say peaceful time in my life where, you know, I'm still growing and I still am seeking out balance constantly, but I'm at such a good place that I really, truly feel like, you know, I can be a present mom. I can be a great wife and I can still be working towards all the things God has created me for without feeling guilty and without being like, Oh, well, you know, I'm gonna, my house is going to suffer. Like, no, like I can do these things. I can do hard things. I can get through all of it and find that balance in the life that I seek. And it is an ongoing journey. So that's what we talk about in my show. It's a lot of fun and I'm ridiculously like raw and goofy. So just forewarning. (laughs) (laughs) So good. And um, Sarah is like the queen of reels. So if you're into Instagram reels, go check her out. Like I'm not on social very much, but she gets into it and she's so funny. So um, I knew I wanted to bring you on today just because I knew that you would be able to bless my audience with uh, balance as they go after the goal. So I so appreciate you, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Gabe. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.